This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Welcome into your weekend, everybody. It is Friday, and it's time for The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. You got Mike North and Carmen DeFalco for the next hour, and we have lots of gambling to talk with everybody. The first full weekend of the preseason is here in the NFL. White Sox and Yankees this weekend after a thrilling game last night. The hapless Cubs hit the road for Miami and Cincinnati. We got a whole bunch to break down. We're going to try to give out more winners, which is uh, something that we've done the last couple of weeks. Mikey, good to talk to you as always, buddy. Oh, Carm, good to talk to you. 3-0 and last week as Ooh. a team. Uh, uh, once again, I'm 6-1 and with the uh, 1148 bonus pick of the of the week with Carmen and Yurko. Mm. Uh, I, 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 me and B went over what we... I've done since on Fridays, since the beginning of last football season. How 73%, folks? Jeez. Almost winning three out of every four, including the 14. I think it was 13 and one run last year. It was. And yeah. and now we're doing the same thing during baseball season. And now we got football coming up with, a, with some preseason, which I like to bet. So it's going to be great. Last night's game was uh, uh, the best. Uh, of baseball, it what? really was. It I was. Know. They gotta be like this. They gotta uh, reinvent things. You know what? They're gonna do it again next uh, next year. Uh, you know, the White Sox come back and win. I was ready to say today. I think they're a shoe in to go to the World Series until this, at the eighth and ninth inning. Mm. And then now I'm saying to myself, okay, there's things that gotta be shored up a little bit. Maybe the new, maybe Kimbrel ends up going last. Maybe he's the ninth inning guy. Maybe Hendricks is earlier. I mean, he's blown six ball games. Yeah. Out of, has had 26 saves, Carm. So, I mean, the bottom line is they won the game. If Chapman's pitching for the Yankees in the ninth inning, hey, he can be hit, but it would have been a little bit more difficult. But Tim Anderson with just another clutch home run, and what a what a performance by everybody that, last night. That game last night, the, the I mean, no pun intended, uh, there were eight of them in the game, but it was a home run. I mean, it was a home run for baseball last night. I don't know that they can duplicate it every year, and, and, and you're right, they're going to at least in the short term try to you know get as much out but of this as they can. can I ask you something? Because you're a fair man. You're a wise man. You know how I always tell you that. I go, I, I, I got to find out one thing, because even me and B noticed it. Uh, even Kevin Costner, with his remarks about the cast, was Amy Madigan mentioned once? Yeah, I don't was think she so. mentioned once? No. Was Gabby Hoffman one of the big parts of the movie? The girl that fell off the the bleachers. She wasn't mentioned. And as a guy who back in the nineties had female producers like Gabby Polanski, Jen Patterson, yeah, worked yeah. with Annie Maxfield, Julie Swika. I mean, if you're Sage Steele today, if you're uh, Ramona Shelbourne, if you're Doris Burke, I mean, I just noticed, even when Coster was in the booth, he's talking about how uh, Timothy Busfield brought out the best in them, how Burt Lancaster was a legend, mm. James Earl Jones. Where's Amy Madigan? Good She's question. a Chicago girl. Yes, that's right. Big, Pretty big central part to the movie, too. Oh, my God. If she's not, she ties the movie yeah. because she sort of doubts, but she doesn't doubt. Right. And, and I was just shocked. I didn't know. Maybe I turned on the, the pregame show a little later uh, than, than, than most. But I haven't even today, from everybody's comments, 
I mean, they went back really literally the game to the 1920s and the ignoring of the women in the cast to the 1920s. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't. I didn't even really think about it until you said it. I, I did wonder, like, where Ray Liotta was. Where are all the champion of women today? Am I the only one that's got to hold up the mantle for a Chicago woman who's one of the best actresses around? Yeah. 70 years old now, uh, a, a graduate of Aquin, Aquinas High School, went to, uh, I, I mean, went to big, big movies. Is Amy did, Madigan 70 now? 70 years old. Oh, my God. You know why I know it? Because I wanted to see if she was still alive. Last night, because nobody brought her up, and I got and Gabby Hoffman. I mean, Burt Lancaster. That that is the coolest part of the movie. They when he when he steps oh, yeah. over the gravel. Of yes, that's so it. I he thought, transforms back into the doctor. I yes. thought it was a home run, but I think the women. If you're Amy Maddie, get yeah, it home. That's true. You're Paul. like I just saw a documentary. Luke Longley was hurt because he was left out of the Last Dance, and 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 now it's a documentary. You got to see it, folks. The Luke Long Jordan came out. And said it was an. They missed it. Yeah. They should have had Luke in. He deserved to be in. I couldn't have won without Luke. Okay. Now where is everybody to talk about Amy Madigan? Poor, she, she was be, huge. Yeah, she must be like, how come nobody's mentioned? Nobody mentioned her. Poor Nobody. Well, that's a good point. I'm glad you did bring it up. Well, then. that's what she I should do. have been brought up. But oh my God. Other, other than that, I mean, it really like it, it was great. It, it looked cool. I mean, the whole the way they came out that mm-hmm. old scoreboard like. They really did a good job with that. It, this game is destined to, for Cubs cards here next year, the year after. It's got to be. I mean, and it, look at why does point, it have to be Cubs cards? Well, because it's, because of the locale. Well, I think so. But they could only squeeze eight grand. I mean, uh, uh, the, the the first baseline, they it didn't even go all the way. Uh, there I was know. A court I know. Field. It's it was cool, but it was. And I they asked Big Poppy about uh, the, you know, well we've seen this before. Uh, you know, and other guys were saying, El Eloy. He says, well, yeah, the minor leagues. Mm. The minor leagues, they play around court a lot. That's a good point, yeah. <laughs> you know? In the double hey. A, you've probably seen that. It's oh, you've seen this. You've seen, they're at the Red Roof Inn wondering if there's room service. Come on. Come single A affiliate in South Bend. Something tells me. I mean, they, they stay at the, the Holiday Inn Express in the Junior well, Suite, the, which means it's got a coffee maker. The amazing thing is there. there's nowhere, like, this is a travel in and out game. So geographically, you do, if you're going to continue to do this, it sort of has to be. White Sox and White Sox and Brewers, Cubs, Cards. Sox, I think it uh, should Royals. be like the Thanksgiving Day game. The Sox got to be there all the time. That'd be kind of cool, you know. That, that's I like that idea because it the, the whole premise the of the White movie Sox. revolves around the White Sox. That's true, Mike. And that, let me ask you this though: that would they be cool. Move it? How about if they start doing Field of Dreams? Let's say Montana hosts the game. Let's say uh, Wyoming teams that have never. I mean, states yeah. that. Some people have never seen Major League Baseball. And it was first. the first time in Iowa. First right. Major League game ever in Iowa. So what about if they if they start, move, not Field of Dreams, but right. maybe name it somewhere else, and they start doing games in states that have starved for baseball. Yeah, and they just put a pop-up stadium in. That's right. interesting. Yeah. Five million bucks? Yeah. Even, Come on, you, you got that in your bank account. Sure, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can't call Field of Dreams then. You're right, because that's, right. the movie tie-in is Iowa. But you could Dream find it. Field. Di- yeah, dream, something like that, right. Dream that, Fields. That brings the- you back to your youth and playing in a small field or something nostalgic about, you know, why you fell in love with baseball. Kind of like the, the NHL does with the Winter Classic. Well, I'll like, tell you what. The tickets went for more than the World Series. Yeah, it was $4,000. $4,000. And, and I, I saw the Field of Dreams documentary on ML channel please folks check it out and the producers got in a heated argument first costner if he doesn't take the role the movie's never made that's a given <laughs> number two the uh producer gordon the name of the movie was going to be shoeless joe right but that's the, the book right the book is called right. shoeless and the joe. hollywood people thought 
that it was it it made it sound like not even a baseball movie. Maybe people would think it's a homeless guy. Maybe people think it's a down on his luck guy. They wanted to be more identifiable with baseball. Right. So they said they wanted to change it, and and the field of, and Gordon said the producer said over my dead body. Well, he said I'll tell you what we'll do. Let's go see. Call the author and see what he thinks, and he'll go against you. He will be called Shoeless Joe. Well, they called the author, uh, whoever ever his name is, the guy that made, wrote the, the w, I think his name was like W.C. Kinsella. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. They called him, and he said the original name that he had in mind at the beginning was Dream Fields, mm. so he had no problem with yeah, them changing. interesting. Yeah, that's a pretty interesting story. Is Randy involved right now oh, with my yeah, acumen? He, lo- he loves it. He can't believe <laughs> it. And he was, he's nodding his head when you went on the Amy Madigan, Randy, where he's like, yeah, Mike's right. Why? Was, what the hell was that? Hey, wait a minute. Hey, Pat, Pat and Mike, Spencer Tracy, and we're not going to talk about Catherine Epper. Right, exactly. Come what, on. are you crazy? What did happen? Cleopatra. Right. Come on. Ben-Hur. Let's go. you got to have the women that they went back to the 1920s with the treatment of Amy Madigan and, and Gabby Hoffman. And the know. other ladies. How about the lady that was the editor? You know, they didn't mention any of those people, man. No women allowed. Terrible. Yeah. Uh, the Bears played it tomorrow. We got a preseason game, Mike. They're about a three-and-a-half-point favorite against the play? Dolphins. The game's over. 40 to nothing. <laughs> Fields throws for seven touchdowns, 355 I, yards. I love it. In only a half a football. In a half a football, Mike. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I yeah, mean, everybody's hyped a, up right now. I know. Everybody is hyped up. You're but right. I'm everybody. I'm cautioning everybody. I've never been everybody. I've been alone, you know. Uh, I, my birthday party was held in a phone booth, okay? <laughs> I mean, basically, you know, bottom line is it's very possible he could be middle-of-the-road quarterback. It's possible he could be great. But the nonsense today I heard on TV again, uh, oh, Justin Fields is going to be great. And then they showed an article by a columnist who also said Nick Foles was going to be great uh, and Mike Glennon was oh going to be God. great, you know? So what I'm trying to tell everybody is just slow the road because, you know what, It's I guess it's a given that he's going to have a better record than Mitch, 29-21, so he'll be 30-20, and 20, over 10,000 yards in about three and a half seasons, and uh, 65 touchdowns I got here. 64% passing, 64 touchdowns, 37 interceptions for Mitch. Fields will easily pass that in an 87 rating, the highest in bear history. Better, Fields will definitely he better pass, pass all those. Otherwise, we got problems. Well, yeah, because if he doesn't, it's gonna why did bad. you get rid of the guy there? Exactly. It's going to look bad if he doesn't <laughs> in three years. We're the Bears. Hey, we're, we're going to do something that's even harder than landing on the moon. We're going to merge a pro team that's never developed a quarterback except Mitch and a, a, a college team that's never had a good quarterback in the pros. We're talking to Bears that's in Ohio right, State. In Ohio State. Yeah. Good luck to everybody. Tom Zach's probably the best one, right? Oh, Tom Zach, you see him. They should re- I, I, he's got to have his number retired out there. He's got to. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk to our buddy Luke Pergani from Prop Swap. Oh, God, we, it's uh, early. <laughs> we, it's early for Luke. We've got more uh, NFL preseason and just some big picture NFL props and stuff to talk about. We'll give you some best plays or some baseball. I got a game late tonight. On the West Coast, we'll talk about. Mike will give you his best place. So, lots to do. We're having fun getting you going here for the weekend. We are the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000.
Welcome back inside the Odds Couple presented by PropSwap on the ESPN Chicago app. Encore replay on the radio station on ESPN Chicago. Coming your way every Saturday morning from 8 until 9. Time to talk to our great friend from PropSwap, one of the co-founders and a Chicago guy. And he will be with us live at 115 Bourbon Street next week. The whole station's going to be there for the fantasy convention. And me and Mike and Luke and Ian are going to do a little gambling symposium for everybody to get you set for the NFL season. Say hi to Luke Pergandy, everybody. <laughs> What's up, guys? Hey, Carm. Hey, Mike. What Looking up, forward Luke? To next Saturday. Yeah, it's going to be fun. We can't wait. It'll be nice to have both you and Ian here together up on stage with us at 115 Bourbon Street. That's going to be a good time. We got a ton of preseason games this weekend in the NFL. I mean, it's it's, it's knocking on the door now, Luke. It's around the corner. And uh, while there are plenty, I was on this site earlier this morning on PropSwap, um, and I encourage everybody to go to the site, download the PropSwap app. Tons of baseball stuff, but there are really a lot of NFL tickets up for sale now too, aren't there? Yeah. Yeah, we've gotten a ton of interesting tickets. Um, the Rams continue to be a really hot team. The Packers, obviously the Bears. Um, and then I would say these two notable tickets like I posted this week, someone got 50-1 to 1 odds that the Texans will win the AFC South. Hmm. Like, the books just haven't updated since Carson Wentz got injured. So um, that's a great ticket. Obviously, we have no idea what the judicial system is going right. to do with Deshaun. But if this guy plays, 50 to 1 is way up. That should be 10 to 1. Wow. Yeah, and, you know, you have the quarterback uh, out there in Indianapolis, but he's been walking around out there without a boot, so I don't think it's as serious as some would think. That being said, where's the action going for the new quarterbacks? Uh, you know, Justin Fields, uh, rookie of the year type situations, Trey Lance. Uh, I got to believe with the hype that Justin Fields is getting, I believe it's bigger than Trevor Lawrence's or anybody else that was drafted in the first round. So uh, is there a lot of action going on him, or is there a surprise like Wilson from the Jets, uh, Luke? Yeah, I, so Fields, you can get at 300-1 to one to mm. win MVP. Mm-hmm. I am a buyer of that. You know, mm. again, not necessarily saying this guy's going to win MVP, sure. but – um, with prop swap, grab the 301 now. This guy comes in in week four, has a good five game stretch. Like that, those odds will drop to 40 to one. You know, you look at in the, the prior quarterbacks who have won this thing, Lamar won it, you know, two seasons ago in his basically first full season. And the season prior to that, Mahomes won MVP in basically his first full season. So this is not far fetched for a young quarterback to win this thing. It's happened two of the last three years. That's a pretty good trend, no doubt about it. Uh, I also saw an Ohio State ticket that pays like 18-1. to 1. I mean, I, I don't know where you're getting – you're not getting Ohio State in anything more than 10-1 to 1 anywhere else in the country. Um, it's interesting with Ohio State, and, and Mike and I are going to probably touch on this a little bit later on if we have mm-hmm. some time. Uh, at some point, certainly in the next week or so, we will. But, you know, with Ohio State and Clemson and, and Alabama – uh, you know, for the first time in a little bit of a, a, a in a while, like with some quarterback controversy, I guess maybe not at Clemson as much, but you know, these are the three dominant programs of the college football playoff era, Luke, and they're your three favorites again. I mean, it's it's really no surprise, even with all the turnover that these schools have, they just continue to reload it. Uh, an Ohio State ticket is uh, that's interesting when you see it at about eighteen to one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, they're clearly going to come out of the Big Ten. So the question really just becomes what, who do they have to play in the CFP? Yeah. You know, um, I just, 
they're the they're clearly the cream of of the crop in the Midwest. So you know the question becomes: Do you play Clemson in the, in the first round? Then you got trouble. Um, you know, potentially Bama, but if you get to play a South Florida or, you know, like an Oregon that sneaks in, like that's a super interesting ticket. All right. So uh, we look forward to next week, Luke. We can't wait to be yep. on stage with you and Ian. That's going to be a fun time. What are you wearing, Luke? What are you wearing? <laughs> Bears yeah, I've been thinking about that. I got to wear props. I might wear a prop on hat and like uh Standard polo, but that's that's a good question, Mike. I got a. I, yet, so. <laughs> I like okay, the pop swap hat. I had. Me idea. too. That's good. We'll talk to you next week, buddy. See you then. Thanks, guys. Looking forward to it. Bye. There's, there's that, what a way with the echoes. He's the best. <laughs> we love Luke. Yeah, we love Luke. That's He's gonna be best. a good time at one fifteen Bourbon Street. Yeah, next I mean, week. who's going on first? Is Field Yates our opener, I, or are we Field Yates I opener? Think Field probably go. He usually goes first. Yeah, yeah. and then Meller, yeah. Jeff Meller, who's our station's fantasy expert, will. Um, have a little uh, session yeah. that he does as well. Awesome. Yeah, and it's going to be a good Looking time. Looking forward to it. We're going to have a good time out there. Uh, I understand from some research that it's the original owners. Uh, I know them very well. I haven't seen them for years, but uh, going to be a good time. Absolutely. Uh, college football, we were just talking about. Bama's yeah. your favorite, uh, about two and a half to one. Clemson. Four to one, Ohio State anywhere from six to eight to one. Is there anything more boring to college football with the same predictable teams every single year? They've accounted, Mike, for all but one. Those they're all sports, in there every year. It's every a bore fest. They have accounted for all but one of the national championships in the college playoff era. One of the three uh, has played in all seven of the championship uh, games so far. Just, just ridiculous. It's unbelievable. You got to get more teams, and not that it wouldn't end up the same way. But I mean, my God, it's absolutely ridiculous what has happened. They didn't plan on this happening, but maybe they should have. Uh, you know, the uh, the Alabama—they're a juggernaut. Ohio State is a football factory. It's a seasonal thing. Had very few surprises when it comes to the playoff system. Just the, terrible. These are the players that Bama has lost to the. First round, okay, offensive players. I'm not to say anything about the defensive sure. players that they lost. Here are the offensive players that Alabama has lost to the first round only of the NFL draft the last two years. Jalen Waddell, Devontae Smith, Mac Jones, Alex Leatherwood, Najee Harris, Tua, Jedrick Wills, Henry Ruggs, and Jerry Judy. Nine players in the first round the last two years, and somehow it's Alabama. They'll probably be in the championship sure. game again, and they're two and a half to one. Is this the year that you know that Oklahoma puts it all together with Spencer Rattler? Is this the year that Iowa State surprises? And, and no. what Matt can, I mean, I don't know, Mike. I, I don't like, believe so. probably not. Right? I mean, if no. you had to start betting on who's going to be in the playoff. You're putting all your money on Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and Georgia probably. I mean, I don't know what Notre Dame's going to do. There hasn't been much buzz about them, but they lost some people. I mean, my God, it's going to be uh, maybe the fourth spot is always the one that you're hoping gets somebody new in. Uh, yeah, but they don't include teams that go 15-0 and 0 sometimes because they're not in the Power Five. So, sure. you know, they got to expand sooner or later. I would love to see that because it would make uh, the game better. It would make uh, regular season games pertinent. If you know you're jacking for a seventh or eighth spot, when you have only four spots and you got three teams, I mean, listen, is Clemson? Here's what I'll tell everybody: most teams aren't allowed to lose a game, except for Clemson and Alabama. Right? They're allowed one loss. That's not fair. Yeah. They're, they're allowed one loss, and if they have one loss, and they'll they'll give you the BS. Well, this team's from this conference; it's yeah. not as strong. Or this team, you know what? They had a a, a really a soft non-conference schedule. 
So, I mean, they're allowed one loss, which is absolutely unfair. I, yeah, yeah, they are. You're right. I mean, and I guess it depends. Even on... Oklahoma might be allowed one loss. Yes, they might be. Right? I think you're right. I, I think can the, name yes. you. I think you're right. I, in back in the day, if they had the playoff system, uh, uh, condolences to the Bowden family. Yes. But during the 90s, if they had the playoff system, Florida State would have been allowed a loss. Yes. I, I think Notre Dame's allowed a loss. Too. Absolutely. Yes. Oh, uh, Notre but, Dame of all of them. But there's a handful. There's only a handful. A you're handful. Right. There's only a handful. But it's teams. unfair. Because I know what everybody's saying. Because they play in the toughest conference. Let me tell you something. The top, the bottom uh, half of the SEC and the bottom half of the Big Ten suck every year for the most part. I mean, sometimes Indiana will be a surprise, uh, right, like Indiana yeah. did. They'll surprise yeah. you. But for the most part, they all have their wins slotted in. They put a W on the schedule before they even play them. That's <laughs> crazy. Isn't they it? do. All right, when we come back, we'll uh, circle back to the National Football League oh. a little bit, some preseason trends we can talk about with a full slate of action this weekend and some other uh, futures bets and props that we can look at for the 2021 NFL season. We'll do some best plays before we're out of here, so don't go anywhere. We're cruising along. It's Mike North and Carmen DeFelco. We're the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Welcome back inside The Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. With Mike North, I'm Carmen DeFalco. Each and every Friday, the podcast goes up. Make sure you've got that ESPN Chicago app. You'll get the encore replay on the radio station on ESPN 1000 every Saturday morning from 8 until 9. Don't forget to check mm-hmm. us out on Twitter. Mike is at North to North. Mm-hmm. I'm at Carmen DeFalco. And Mike's got the Wind Daily stuff happening each and every yeah, day Yeah, I was on vacation. Week. I was on vacation this week. We'll be back uh, uh, this coming week. Hey, can I tell a quick story about my guy, Randy? Of course. One of the top producers in the business, whether it's whatever talk uh, radio you want. Last week, I had to talk to Randy about the appearance, you know what I mean? So I give him a call, you know, coming up, the appearance coming up August 21st. So I give him a call. And he goes, yeah, Mike, what's up, buddy? I go, like, I find out about the appearance of logistics and everything else. Listen, I'd like to talk to you, but I'm out of juice. So I hang up the phone. BB goes, what happened? That was short. I go, I guess Randy's too tired. I, he, he said he's out of juice. He didn't have it. So now we get on the air this morning or before we go on the air, and I find out it was his phone that was yes, out of juice. Yes. See, that's the vernacular of a younger generation. Oh, my God. I out couldn't of believe- juice, that means the phone is dying. I go, well, look, he's got the family. He's got the twins. There's probably a little uh, uh, traveling baseball game. <laughs> he's been working hard on the shows and stuff. And B goes, yeah, because yeah, Randy's usually energetic. And so for all this week, I thought that, you know, I was worried about him a little the bit. The best is that the whole week went by, and Mike kept thinking, boy, Randy's out of juice. I go, why I, was I, 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 I felt bad. I got some rest. Yeah, I was going to Send them some steaks from Omaha, you know. Younger Anything. generation, I'm 50. <laughs> well, that's, that's true. You're an old man, man. That's, that's a good point. That, that's a great story, though. I love yep. it. Yep, out of juice. Oh, I was going to get T-shirts made. Well, listen, he's all juiced up now. He is. So he's he's right. Well, he's the best in the business. He's good to go. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we, we mentioned this last week. I'm going to mention it again because we're uh, we got all the action. If you want to wager on the preseason, uh, we got all the action starting this week. You know, we had a couple games last night. We got. I think there's three games on the schedule tonight, and then uh, a bunch on Saturday. Yeah. So, including the Bears, I'm going to mention it again. It's worth mentioning. 
Uh, John Harbaugh and the Baltimore oh. Ravens have won 17 consecutive preseason games. Maybe you say now's the time to go the other way. They're bound to lose. They haven't lost a preseason game since September 3rd of 2015. They're about a two-and-a-half, three-point favorite against the Saints at home tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So do with that with uh, you know what you will. Yeah, folks. it's like winning the John Deere class uh, right. instead of a major. Right. That's what it is, That's preseason exactly football. Is. But, I mean, that is an impressive record. It's kind of crazy, With a bunch it? of new guys. I know, it's amazing. And then there's other teams that don't care. Exactly, like Bill Belichick and Andy. Now, Belichick and the Patriots won last night. Andy Reid and Belichick have terrible records in the Did preseason. That, can I just say one thing? I was watching this morning, uh, the Keyshawn and the guys. Mm-hmm. Can I just say something? Keyshawn, please calm down. Get get it together. You know what he said today? What I couldn't believe it. He says Ryan Tannehill's not a top-10 quarterback, and then he had him ranked 13th. You know who he had ranked ahead of him? Cam Newton. Mm. Wait, yeah. last night, yeah. by the way, folks, Justin Fields fans, if you get excited for tomorrow, maybe you should get excited about what Mac Jones did yesterday. Yeah. Okay? He had, he averaged seven yards a pass or an attempt. Cam Newton averaged 0.7. Yeah, I, I mean, you can't put Cam Newton that high. I think that, here's anymore. my deal. I think that I think that this Mac Jones has a better chance of starting ahead of Newton than maybe Justin does of starting ahead of Dalton, even though Justin's getting some first reps. I think you could be right about that. You know? Yes. Cam Newton might be just done. He yeah. was che- He's tapped and checked down. That's what he was doing. I mean, so I'm just telling everybody. La- I think, look, his legs are shot. He, yeah. Know, they, they tried to do a lot of design stuff with him last year. They're playing basic defense in the first in the first game, and, and he's having trouble penetrating it. That's why... For all the rookie quarterbacks, including Jones last yesterday, we can't get excited in the first or second game, but you can be hopeful if you see some good things because they're going to probably – they're looking at people tonight that haven't even had a chance to digest most of the playbook. So we'll see what happens. Well, people on Twitter were asking us uh, during the week if we were going to cover Bears totals and stuff like that, and we have a little bit, and I said, Mike and I will be happy to bring it up again. We, I heard week. that. We did a whole thing last week. Yeah. Uh, Bears total is at 7.5. You know, we've talked about this. That's 17 games now for 2021. This is what scares me about the Bears uh, for the year. I, the, I think the schedule is really tough. And just going on – wins from the opponents from last year. That's kind of a, a fool's errand. We know that because yep. so much changes. But when you look at some of the other advanced metrics that can kind of better gauge strength of schedule, and uh, ESPN's Football Power Index can do that with its metrics. When you look at Warren Sharp's net rest edge um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, metric, the Bears are they're in deep, Mike. I mean, they, yep. they truly have, if not the most difficult, one of the most difficult schedules, and a lot of different factors for the year. Their first four road games are at the Rams, well, let me ask you at something. the Browns, at the Steelers, and at the Bucks. I mean, it's a daunting task. Forget about anything else. Let's say I see you, Carmen. Yeah, you've been out of the country for a year, and I say to you, uh, I'm going to describe a team right now that everybody's hopeful about. They can't decide on the quarterback, number one. Number two, their offensive line looks mm. like a sieve. Their, their draft pick, uh, who dropped like the atomic bomb, Jenkins, okay, has a bad back. Ask Jimbo Covert what happens to an offensive lineman who's even dominant once he has a bad back. He's rendered useless, hasn't been taking many snaps. Then you have a new defensive coordinator, okay? And that team, what do you think that the over and under for for wins is? You might say six, Six, five. Six, (laughs) seven. Yeah, exactly exactly where they're at. Exactly. So, I mean, the confusion about who's going to quarterback, number one, here, Aaron Rodgers now, the Packers have gone from minus 140 to minus 160. So they're starting to go up a little bit because gamblers and bettors are seeing not only Aaron Rodgers, 
back with the Packers, but maybe they're seeing Detroit, Minnesota, and what's going on in and Chicago. The Bears, yeah, that's you true. know, yeah. I mean, we got to be realistic here. If, if if Justin Fields and maybe he turns out to be Mahomes, but maybe he turns out to be Akili Smith, oh. but I think there's other factors. How good's the defense going to be? Is Montgomery going to have another year? Uh, like he did. Is he going to get better? But the big thing is, if we give them the ball, the other team the ball, we're going to be in trouble. we got to cut down on turnovers. Hopefully, um, we'll get started off good. Maybe the upset. How about if the Bears, like I said last week, win the first game? It's well, a whole that, new ball that, game. That'd be, great, that'd be a great story. And okay, a great now what happens start. if they lose 54-3? to three? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Right? And They're they gonna, started Dalton. Yeah, it's going to be trouble going into That automatically, two. I could just... I, the Carmen Yurko show okay. that Monday morning or whenever is going to be saying we got to get Fields in now. What's the sense? Oh yeah, that's you know gonna, that that's going to be the case. You're oh, absolutely yes. right. Yeah, of the teams that we'd expect to be competing for the best regular season record, you know the Chiefs actually uh, come out in a pretty favorable spot in their strength of schedule. They mm-hmm. got the 21st ranked strength of schedule. They so. got Green Bay first, don't they? Uh, the I can't think off the top of my right. head right now. Who's Maybe Randy could check, check that out real quick. Yeah, who do they have in Week One? Um, their net rest edge is very good. It's plus nine. It's one of the best in the league. They're four to one to have the best regular season record, and I think their win total is the highest. I think mm-hmm. it's twelve uh, for Kansas City. So. If mm-hmm. I had to put a bet on who's got the best regular season record, I know the odds are short and it's only four to one, but I think the Chiefs might be a pretty good bet. I think the Bills are interesting. You brought up a good point about the Bills a couple weeks ago. Will there be some infighting that derails some things? But oh. I think the Bills have a chance to be good. I love their schedule in December because they have a lot of home games in December. You know what they had last year, though? Favor them. They had a harmonious locker room. They you know did. what they have this I, I, year? They don't. It's a good point you made. You made that two weeks ago. You got ago, COVID with seven, eight guys. They're saying we ain't getting it. You made me that think about it. That puts you at a disadvantage. And I love the New Orleans Saints. Yeah. If you don't, if you're not vaccined, you can't get in. Yet they're going to have players that aren't vaccinated. Of course. So I'm just trying to figure this whole thing out. Now, bottom line is the Buffalo Bills, the clubhouse is different than last year's because you got guys looking at each other saying, "Why are you Cole Beasley risking?" Our season. Who knows? Yeah, right. uh, Josh Allen, I don't even know if he got it. Uh, so, you know, he's got that big contract under his belt. COVID's going to play. How do you do an over and under when you know there's seven, eight guys, maybe four or five main players that, it, that could get COVID? I know. And I really want to make a case for the over 10 and a half and maybe even best record at 10 to 1. But that's the one, like, it's a good point. Right. Like, like, could any of that kind of rock what happens the boat? if Cole Beasley, maybe one of their linebackers, let's say Allen gets it, yeah. and you're right there on Ooh. the number almost. Oof. Yeah, it's a big number too. So yeah, Bra- Browns plays the Chiefs and the Saints play the Packers. Okay, yeah, Saints and Packers. Yeah. Week oh, one. I'm That's sorry. Right. Okay, yes. I had the wrong. There you Actually, go. Look, maybe a couple good games. Actually, Saints, uh, Saints, Packers, and Browns, Chiefs in the first. Thanks, Ranch. Uh, yeah, I, I, I just think that COVID's going to play a role here. I'm going to see the NFL handled it pretty good last year, as good as you could have handled something yeah, like this. I agree. Uh, you know, and I think it, you know, I, I just don't understand if you get vac- vaccinated and you get it, how that's on you. I mean, it's, it's an absolute. That's a that's something that they got to try to juggle and. I don't know what the NFL is going to do about that, but if you lose a Patrick Mahomes for a couple weeks, Ooh, man, that's know. bad. And or a Brady. Well, especially with the teams that have the big win totals. You're right. When we come back, Jimmy Miller's got some ponies. Jimmy! That's our guy. We got our best plays. Don't go anywhere, folks. We are cruising along. More to do. We're the Odds Couple presented by PropSwap on the ESPN Chicago app. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. 
This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Entering the home stretch on The Odds Couple on this Friday, getting you set for the weekend. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco, we're presented by PropSwap here on the ESPN Chicago app. And it's time to talk to our great friend, one of the best handicappers in the country, the expert handicapper from Hawthorne Racecourse, where the action's been hot all summer long. The harness meet is going on. we still got a few weeks of that. Say hi to Jim Miller. Jimmy! There he is. Jimmy, what's up? Gentlemen, it's an awesome time of year. You got preseason NFL action. You got Field of Dreams game. We got racing. So much happening. So it's so much fun right now. All right. So books open. Um, you know, and of course the renovations are still going on. I mean, the expansion is happening. The 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 books really going to be something when it's all complete. But I mean, you guys can uh, you know you can offer people the opportunity to watch football, to bet on football while the ponies are racing, right, Jim? Well, and here's the cool thing, especially once you get into the heart of the NFL season, we'll be racing live at Hawthorne, too. So how perfect is it to come on out, bet the noon games, watch the races, and then bet football throughout the course of the racing card? You can sit there all afternoon and get the best of both worlds. Yeah, that's been a good feeling if you're winning. Yeah, um, if you're winning, of course. I mean, my God, I've been, I've been involved in those at the, at the racetrack and then, uh, you know, the football or the basketball. And if you're winning, it's great. If you're losing, maybe you go home early. But you got to <laughs> spend within your means. Hey, by the way, is there a horse named Amy Madigan? Has there ever been a horse? Because I want her mentioned during a sporting event. You know what? You talk about great sporting names. I've seen a horse named Vicky Valancourt race, so there oh. should be an Amy Madigan horse. Why not, yeah, guys? Yeah, really. Yeah, I mean, we got to get Amy Madigan back on, back out there because she was ignored on field. Totally ignored. Yes, Mike brought up a great point. Just absolutely dreadful. Yes. Fantastic uh, game, though. Fantastic coverage, fantastic yep. game, fantastic ending. It was awesome. It, it really was. was. How much longer is the harness meet, Jimmy? So Harness Meet goes through the last week of September, and okay. then we do a real quick transition for the racetrack, turn it over for the uh, start of the Thoroughbred Meet. We do that in about a 72-hour span. But, wow. yeah, we have about a month, a little bit over a month for the Harness Meet, and then right into fall Thoroughbred. Well, that's amazing. I mean, not much dark time at all. I mean, you guys just a few days off, and then you'll be right into the Thoroughbreds for the, the fall and winter. That's awesome. Um, all right, we got Breeders' Cup uh, coming up. I know we had a bunch of prep races last week we talked about. What do we like for gambling purposes for the horses this weekend? Guys, it's going to be such a weird weekend because this is that last huge, what would have been Arlington Million weekend at Arlington Park. So I've got to go to the hometown track one last time. So Arlington Park on Saturday, race five, bet the 10, stroll in the bayou across the board, a local horse that should run really well. Race seven, bet the six, La Mista across the board for top trainer Chad Brown. And race nine, bet the nine, Armory across the board. This is the race that used to be the Arlington Million. It's the Mr. D now. But, man, just a lot of history with these races. So uh, three races at Arlington, which uh, this could be the last hurrah. Obviously, we're going to do the fifth race, the 10 horse. Did you say across the board for that one, Jimmy? Yeah, across the board on all on of them. On all of them. Okay, so the fifth race, the 10 horse, the seventh race, the six horse, and the ninth race, the nine horse, and we'll bet them all across the board, right? Let's make some money, boys. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you next week, Jim. Thanks. Got it. Jimmy! Yeah, Arlington closing. It's going to, I mean, if you're anybody that grew up in town here for any matter of time, and you you went to Arlington. I mean, as kids, we went there. Yeah. 17, 18, 19-year-old guys going there trying to, you know, uh, win some bets and stuff like that. I went, I've been in. I was in the first one, the second. I mean, my God. I mean, what a history. It's a shame. I know. It's a beautiful place. I do. I'm hopeful that the Bears can pull off. 
putting a stadium there. I think a, yeah. dome, a dome stadium where the Bears yes. would, could have a Super Bowl. Might, you know, I, we were talking college football in the playoff. You know where the championship is in 2021? You know, for the 2021 season? Dallas? Lucas Oil Stadium yeah. in Indianapolis. Houston, or, yeah, in, well, why, in Indianapolis, in right Indiana, there. Why, why, you know, you, if the Bears build something like that, then we could go watch Alabama and Ohio State or yeah. Alabama So, Carmen, you're saying if they build it, they, they will, will come. come. Yes. Exactly, Randy. Nice job. If you wow. build it, they will come is 100% right. Build the damn thing. Get a Super Bowl. Get a national championship uh, college playoff game. Get a Final Four, Mike. It, it would all happen. You know, that author stole my action, though. I never told you this. I had the, the original screenplay. Me and my dad walk out of a used car lot filled with cars. Yeah. And then he comes walking in with smoke behind him. And I said, you want to have a roll? And we're in the bowling alley. And, uh, my dad never asked me to play catch. We went bowling. Is did, that right? Yeah. Did you play catch with your dad, Carl? Yes, yes. A Carl, lot. And Randy played catch with his dad. That, never once. Really? Never, never once, right. Never. My dad, we went bowling. No That's kidding. where we went. You want to have a roll. You wow. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Randy, I can't believe you and your dad never played catch. He wasn't athletic. He just did. Yeah, no was, kidding. Yeah, we just he always watched me play catch, but he yeah. never had wow. a catch. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's Yeah, good. well that's why that movie hits you. That's yeah. why it hits everybody at the end. I think absolutely. I don't the music just gets you. Totally does. I, I yeah. agree completely. Uh the Mike the Cubs. My god, the Cubs, the Cubs just wrapped up a homestand. <laughs> I I saw a stat I think it was the first time in like 80 years almost that the Cubs had a seven, you know, homestand of at least seven games where they didn't win a game. They're two and 14 in their last 16. Now they go to Miami this weekend. Yeah, Oof. I mean, and, and, and you look at like the line and you say to yourself, this line is even absolutely ridiculous. But I'll tell you this, uh, the Cubs are plus 120 today. I mean, I'd stay away from them like the plague, but I mean, they got career minor leaguers. They got guys getting a chance. I guess you got to be happy for them that there was a, an opportunity. Wisdom looks like he's going to be some. I like Ortega in center field, but this is a good. This is good, not going to be an overnight success story. Oof. I mean, I, I felt bad for Jake. See you later, Jake. It didn't work out, but without you, we don't win. Right. Period. Yeah. We don't win the thing. Yeah. So, and if you're a Cub fan, you remember the good times. Yeah. Right? If what, you're going to bury Jake Arrieta. You should lose your Cub hat. Yeah, I mean, listen. I it, mean, my God, if it wasn't for him, yeah. he was unbelievable. Unbelievable. You got to just remember the good times. Yeah. That, you know, and this is the way it ends a lot for guys. Let's face it. We know. Everybody. Michael Jordan played for the Wizards, folks. And he looked terrible doing it. Yeah. Well, he averaged 20 points a game, which was pretty damn good, but it wasn't Jordan. But for Michael, that's terrible. <laughs> that's horrible. You know what I mean? He, I know. He played 82 games. I mean, he was still a, still a superstar, but nobody. Believe me when I tell you this, folks. I know this for a fact. When you're on the top in any venue in Chicago, look at everybody that's been there. They end up being escorted out for the most part. For the most part. That includes Jordan. Yeah, I mean, look at everybody. It's, it's just it's never very rarely do you get uh, the the Tom Brady's and that, you know, the guys who can still thrive Absolutely. through their 30s and early 40s. I mean, normally it's uh you know, look at Bobby Orr, the end of Bobby Orr's career, the end of look at the end of Pujols' career in Anaheim the last couple of I saw years Bobby ago. Orr's career up close and personal with the Hawks. Right. I mean, I mean just, he was half the player. Of course. Half. I mean, that's just what happens to the, you know, the pro athlete yep. more often than not. It, it's tough, but yeah, you, you get cupping, put, you get Shipped out. That's it. If you're That's a Cubs fan, you remember the good times. If you can get rid of Jordan, yeah. then all bets are off for anybody else. Absolutely. All right, Mikey, what do we like for uh, best plays this weekend? Well, you know what? I decided, you know, let's let's get, I, I did one unit plays, and, and I got two games, okay? Okay. Uh, the one I gave out today on uh, Carmen and Yurko, I, I know 
uh, there was Professor Prize. Uh, but, you know, I had Toronto last week. We end up winning that game. That's right. Um, and I like I gave everybody Dallas plus one and a half. Might go to two against Arizona tonight. Okay. Just go one unit. Let's get our feet wet in the NFL, ladies and gentlemen. I like that. Uh, it's an early game, uh, you know. So uh, Dallas, they say McCarthy doesn't care about preseason. He just wants everybody to get out healthy. Well, his quarterbacks hurt. Yes, okay, I know. so uh, you need your quarterbacks that sucked last week. One of them's got to step up. I think Arizona's the team that doesn't want to get certain guys hurt. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see what happens there. But I. Got the read that Dallas is going to cover this game. Tonight. All right, that's the uh, that was from the bonus play earlier. Right. I, I got a West Coast baseball game. I'll give out tonight. Uh, Giants kicked off a weekend series with the Rockies last night. Shut them out seven nothing. Look, the, we know what the Rockies are on the road. They're they're brutal. They're an MLB worst thirteen and forty three. Giants have the best home record in MLB. They've got the third best run line record at home, and that's what we're going to play tonight. Minus one oh five on the run line. Minus a run and a half for the Giants. Anthony DiSclefani has been good this year. He's got good career numbers against Colorado. So I'm going to back the Giants to win another game by about three or four runs against the Rockies tonight. That's great, man. I mean, that kid's been – that kid's been, the Giants have been lights up. They yeah, really they've been have. great. They, they've won five in a row again, I think, here, or six in a row. They've All right, great. I got another preseason for tonight. Okay. Okay, under the 36 in Tennessee, Atlanta. Nice. Matty Ryan, all these other guys, they ain't got, they're not playing, I mean, for the most part. That's what you got to watch. They'll, 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 they'll – Maybe try to air it out, but a lot of pertinent players are are either gone or they're not going to perform. I like the under right now set at 36 for Atlanta, Tennessee. Those are my two. Sounds beautiful. We thank uh, Randy Merkin, as always, Sean Davis, Tyler Shawnee, you're the best. Shawnee, yeah, we love you. Love uh, you. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back to do it again next week. Mikey, you have a great weekend, all right, buddy? You too, and uh, so long, everybody. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000.